Everybody and say, Lord, everything 
that holds me bound. Everything, oh God, that makes it difficult for me to align with your will, self, self. Even the Zoe, the Zoe. Hunger, me be 
This is life. This is Zoe. This is life. Asembi Aramekano Adibiara Mi Meyo Pankasese Bibisa Sebe didn't Jesus do that? Didn't he ask, will you please the Father? Oh, it's 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. to Jesus glory to Jesus I thank God for your lives by the special grace of God myself and my family we are doing well the Lord bless you and favor you all greatly in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus hallelujah 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 Share the link, share the link, invite your friends and loved ones. Share the link, invite all your friends and loved ones. Let them become partakers 
of the glory that the Lord is about to unleash this afternoon in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Share the link, share the link. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Blessed Father. Share the link. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. This afternoon as we engage, there is the beginning of our three days prayers and fasting experience and the theme is my star will shine. My star will shine. Hallelujah. I believe one thing for sure. That before the end of these three days, prayers and fasting moment, the power of God will come upon your life in a unique way. I'm telling you. It doesn't matter how your life has been delayed. By fire, by force, something will break forth in your destiny in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now listen to me carefully. I have taken this fasting and prayer experience more than serious. Are you listening to me? And I don't want you to joke. I beg you. I beg you in the name of the Lord. There are certain things going on in your life. You need not to live with them like that. No. And as I've already told you, until there is a release of a certain higher power, some things will never change. Are you listening to me? This is not the time to be eating and drinking. This is not the time to, 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 to seek comfort. No! This is the moment you want to tell God, even like Jacob did. Until thou bless me, I am not letting you go. Oh Lord, until you cause a change in my life. I am not leaving this place. Mighty God, let there be a turnaround in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I've always realized throughout scripture that when men come to the place where they know they've done everything, they've put in every effort and still things are not changing. When they come before God like Jabez came before the Lord and said, Lord, I was born an honorable man, but what I see in my life is nothing to write home about. Oh Lord, that thou will enlarge my coast, that thou will deliver me from evil. And the word of the Lord said, and God hearkened unto the voice of Jabez and gave unto him as he requested, I pray for somebody this afternoon. I don't know what God ordained for your life that is still not manifesting by the power of the Holy Ghost. May the Lord bring forth a release of glory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever the enemy has stolen from your life by the power of the Holy Ghost, let it be restored in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Something amazing will happen to your life. There is going to be an open heaven over your destiny today. 
by fire, by force. Whatever the enemy has done against you, by the release of the anointing of the Holy Ghost, let there be a release of miracles in your life right now. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost in our midst right now. Let them be a general. I can no longer live this kind of life. This life of delay. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, let there be a change. Why are these men pointing their fingers at me? Asking me that if I say I serve a good God, why am I going through all these things? Lord, Lord, many times we don't have anything to prove them wrong. They say whatever they want to say. And we keep experiencing failure. One failure to the other. Lord, as I come before thee. The Bible said, the woman said, If I but touch the hem of his garment, I know, I know my situation will be turned around. Mighty God. Hey, I am not leaving this place the same this afternoon. Mighty God, let your hand rest upon me. Let your hand rest upon me. In my marriage, oh Lord, oh Lord, touch my life in the name of Jesus. In my finances, touch my life. In the name of Jesus, enough of the failure, enough of the mockery, enough, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, let my star shine, let my light, let my light begin to shine. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, let there be an opening of the heavens over our lives. In the name of Jesus, let that seed on our marital destiny be broken right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, I have seen through our nobody encountered God and went back home the same. Oh Lord, as I have joined this platform, I know this is my encounter with you. This is my encounter with you. Mighty God, let me not return the same way I came. For your word said, with weeping you will plant, that you will have it with joy. Let this be my testimony. Let this be my testimony. Let this be my testimony. Wherever you are, for the next two to three minutes, you want to lift your voice and speak in the language of the Spirit. As you are praying in the Holy Ghost, 
the Lord is setting the atmosphere for your next level. The Lord is breaking every case. There are some of you under the sound of my voice. The Lord is breaking spiritual marriages. There are some of you under the sound of my voice. The Lord is breaking financial hardship. It is something that is in the family. But this afternoon, as we pray, as we pray, can things around for us, oh God. Lift your voice and fire prayer. Mighty God, angels of my star, where are you? Be at post now, oh Lord. Why is it that only you, whenever something good is happening in your life, somewhere, somehow, it will never end well. Every time when you start a good thing, it, is, it will start on a good note, but the end is always something evil. You are coming to God. If you want to set yes and cry unto the Lord, let it out, let it out. Eurati, a failure, my pen. Eurati, so one casa. And you're meant to be near your mommy. Eurati, my young couple. And now we are. Eurati, my young couple. My dear man, Oh Lord, oh Lord, let there be a turnaround in my life. In the name of Jesus, I pray your power. In Palakapa, Shapata, Yapatalia, in Palama, the Lama, in Palakapa, the Yalamama, the Yalapata, the Paluata, the Paluata, the Yapapaya. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, this is not how you arrange my destiny. Father, I come before you today. Let your message be abundant. Show me mercy once again. Show me mercy, O oh Lord. Show me mercy, O oh Lord. Let there be a turnaround. Let there be a turnaround. Mighty Father, mighty Father, mighty Father. Show me mercy. Show me mercy, O oh Lord. Show me mercy, O oh Lord. Oh Lord, enough of these miscarriages. Mighty God, mighty God, you spoke over my life. You prophesied through your servants that my destiny will be great. Lord, let it happen according to your word. In the name of Jesus, show me mercy, O oh Lord. Show me mercy, O oh Lord. Show me mercy, O oh Lord. Papai, oh Messiah, mighty Father, let there be a turnaround. Let there be a turnaround. I am not living this place the same. I am not living this place the same. 
Mighty God, let the sickness that has troubled me for years be taken out of my life. Let this barrenness that has caused even the unrighteous to speak against you, oh Lord, step into my case and bring a transformation in the name of Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, show me mercy, show me mercy. Show me mercy, show me mercy, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, I come before you, I come before you, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, even if it started in my mother's womb, I believe in you, I know that your power know no bounds, therefore Lord, show me mercy, let the angels of the prophetic travel into my past and reverse every destiny mistake that has been made over me in the name of Jesus. Merciful Lord, merciful Lord, merciful Lord, show me mercy. mighty father show me mercy mighty God speak oh Lord speak oh Lord speak oh Lord Mercy, dear Lord Jesus. Almighty God, you are the only God we know. You are the only God we know. You are the only God we know. If the help does not come from you, we have no other place to go. Show us mercy, Lord. Show us mercy. Show us mercy.
of the Lord be abundant over our lives. May the Lord cause a mighty change in our lives for good. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something has shifted in the spirit. Something has shifted in the spirit. And I know and believe that you are next in line to walk in a great testimony in the name of Jesus. That fruit of the womb has been released. That sickness is gone.
your life has been spared from being an experiment to the wicked ones in your family. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord show mercy and grant us grace. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, the Lord bless you and favor you greatly. The theme for our three days prayers and fasting experience is my star will shine. My star will shine. And by the special grace of God, several times the Lord through me has laid a lot of foundations concerning stars. So I believe that about 70 to 80 percent of us here have an understanding on what stars are hallelujah and i'm just going to say some few things then we pray i believe strongly that your star will shine in the mighty name of the lord jesus amen in the book of matthew chapter 2 The book of Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 downwards. The Bible said, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and I come to worship him. We have seen his star in the east, and we have come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes, of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people. Israel. Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. Hmm. What time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. 
And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, and frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Hallelujah. Now, when you read these verses, there are certain things that actually come to your mind. And I don't want us to forget these things. Let me tell you, child of God, if you really want to understand the destiny God has given to you, you should just have an understanding of these scriptures, these verses we have just read. Hallelujah. This is the birth of our dear Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible said when he was born in Bethlehem of Judea, the Bible said his star appeared in the east. And wise men who saw the star in the east followed the star to Bethlehem. Now the first thing I want you to understand is that every human being has a star. Every human being has a star. Hallelujah. Now, when we speak of a star, physically we can actually see certain stars in the sky. You know, when it is late in the night, you can see some stars in the sky during the night times. Are we talking about these physical stars? Yes, and beyond the physical ones. Every human being has a star, which is a physical star that appears in the sky. But then, that star goes beyond the physical one we see. Hallelujah. So don't forget, whenever we speak of a star, first we are talking about the one that appears in the sky, that is just the, the foundational one. Then we go forward into the other dimensions. Hallelujah. I told you that the word star in the Hebrew is actually the word aster, which when you go into the root word is the word astronomy, from which we have the word astronomy. Hallelujah. Now, when you break it down, it gives us the word we call astral, astral. So whenever you hear somebody making mention of astral, don't think it is demonic. We are talking about stars. Are you listening to me? See, we have a lot of believers who don't want to hear the matter of stars. And that is one of the things that the enemy does to make sure you don't know what God has purposed for your life. Even Jesus, the one that our lives have been fashioned after, has a star. And when he was born, his star appeared 
in the east. So every human being has a star. Don't forget this. Now the star that the star of Jesus that appeared in the east was the physical star we all see when it is late in the night. That is to let you know and understand that some of the stars we see in the night, one or some of them are actually yours. Very important. You need to understand this. Hallelujah. Now, let me just give you a, a, a short overview of something. The word of the Lord said, in the book of Genesis chapter 15, Genesis chapter 15, verse 4 and 5, the Bible said, and behold, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham, saying, This shall not be thy heir, but he that shall come forth out of thy own bowels shall be thine heir. Verse 5. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars. Look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. God brought Abraham. In fact, Abraham was complaining that I do not have any child. I have a lot of things, but I don't have any child that when I die, I will leave them to. But the only one I have here is a servant. And when I die, so long as I have no child, he will be the one that will inherit everything. And God is speaking to Abraham that no, this one will not be the one that will inherit your things. But then a child will come out of your own loins. And when God said that, God now brought Abraham from his tent and caused him to stand and look into the sky. And the Bible said, God said, look into the heavens and tell the stars. If thou will be able to number them. Now, the part I want you to understand here is, and God took him and said, look toward heaven and tell the stars. He didn't just say, look and see if you can count the stars. No, he said, and tell the stars. If thou will be able to number them, tell the stars. Then God now said, that will be how your seed will be. So God is actually connecting the seed of Abraham to stars. Are, are you following? So the seed of Abraham were stars. So when you read the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 24, verse 17, 
Numbers chapter 24 verse 17. This is the prophet Balaam prophesying. A man that was hired to release curses upon Israel. Whenever he opens his mouth to curse them, it will turn to blessings. And later the man began to prophesy. Numbers 24 verse 17. This is what the prophet Balaam said. He said, I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not now. There shall come a star out of Jacob. Now, this prophecy, when he gave, it took over 5,000 years before Jesus was born. The prophet Balaam was seeing the Lord Jesus Christ. 5,000 years. What, what kind of spiritual sight is that? He said, There shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. Now listen to me carefully. Based on this prophecy, there were two main manifestations, or let me say two dimensions of who Jesus is going to be. The first one, he is a star, and the second one, he is a scepter. When we speak of a scepter, we are actually talking about a sword. Are you following and I love it in the key, they call it Afna. And mostly, when someone is enthroned, they put that thing in the person's hand. You hold that one to swear in as a king. I want to say something here. You see, when God began to teach me on the matters of destiny, I had a lot of encounters that gave me deeper understanding on what stars represent. We shouldn't joke with destiny. Hallelujah. So you see, when you go into the very core of, let me say, the Chi or the Ashanti dialect, Can you all hear me, please? Good. In the Ashanti dialect, there is something we call Shebre, and there is something we call Inkrabia. They are not the same. Shebre and Inkrabia are not the same. It begins with what we call Inkrabia. Then it follows through what we call Shebre. Now, when we speak of Shebre, Shebre actually is destiny. Are, are you listening to me? And when we speak of Inkrabia, Inkrabia is predestination. There is a difference between predestination and destiny. Now, in the dimension of predestination, which in key is in Krabia, there is a place. I told you the other time that when a child is about to be born, the soul of that child will be called from his family home in heaven. 
So, as we are all seated here, we all have our families in heaven and on earth. Are you listening to me? There is a family you belong to in heaven. And there is a family you belong to on earth. The family you belong to in heaven can even be categorized into two. One before the Lord and one in the seventh heavens. The one that is in the seventh heavens comprise of the souls of all the people that are yet to be born into your family physically. So all the children that are yet to be born into your physical family, they are all in the seventh heavens. They are your family, but they have not yet been born physically. And we have those that were born from the seven heavens to the earth, but they are dead and they've gone back to God. I'm talking about those that served the Lord Jesus Christ and have died and have gone to be with the Lord. So all your family people that were living on this earth that served Jesus Christ and are dead, they all have a place where they dwell before the Lord. Are you listening to me? So when we go into the realms of heaven, there are two categories of our own family members. One speaks of those who are yet to be born. And one speaks of those who were born, who have come to the earth. They believed in the Lord Jesus. They have fulfilled their destiny. They are dead and they have now gone to be with the Lord. Very, very important. You need to know this one. And then the last one is what we call the family we have on earth. So whenever a child is supposed to be born, the child will be called from the family home in the seventh heavens. And when that child is called from that place, God will now bring the child to a certain place. It is called the courts of heaven. And this place, there is what the child will do. The child will now receive what you call the testimony scroll. It is like a scroll that has everything that the child is supposed to fulfill on earth written on it. And now it will be read in the court to the child. Everything will be read to the child. Then the child will now admit and say, I will go and do it. In fact, that statement, I will go and do it, is actually the root word of the word soul. When we say a soul, a soul simply means I will go and do it. That is the reason why it is always in the soul of things that assignment is placed or destiny is placed. Are you listening to me? Good. Now, when that, when that child now receives whatever has been written on the testimony scroll, which is his destiny, the child will now go and bid farewell to certain beings in the court. The first being that the child will now go and bid farewell to will be God. That I will go and fulfill all that you have said. This is what Jesus said in the book of Hebrews. He said, Lo, I come in the volumes of the book that is written of me to do thy will, O God. This is what our souls actually say when we are bound to be born. 
So you now go and do bye-bye to God that I'm coming to the earth to fulfill what you have written concerning me, which is in the testimony scroll. Then after that, you go and bid a certain being farewell, and that being is called death, such that the time that is allocated for you to fulfill what has been written concerning you on earth, when that time is due, that being should come for you. Are you following? And this is the part I want you to take note of. That there is an apportioned time to destiny on earth. That is why the Bible tells us in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 downwards, that there is a time for everything under the earth and a season for every purpose under the under under the heavens so the purpose that god has given to you there is a time allocated to it and listen to me that time from the period of your birth to the period where that time is a last that period is called the shebre and that shebre is what we call destiny Are you following? Good. But then, what God said that you are going to fulfill and predestined you to become is actually what we call predestination. That is what we call inkrabia. So it is at that place where you begin to bid farewell to God to death and go back to your family house in the seven heavens and bid farewell to all the beings or all the children that are, that are not yet born. See, when you understand the matters of destiny, you will know that we don't joke with destiny. So after you have bid God farewell, you have bid um, death, then you go to your family house in heaven where you were called out of. And all the children that are yet to be born. In fact, even you, whether you are the firstborn or the secondborn, because certain children also came after you, when you were about to be born, you bid all of them farewell that I'm taking the lead. I'll be waiting for you in the year 2027. And they all said, Okay. And you left. Are you following? That is the reason why eh? when man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we actually died and kasa and kasa. Because all these things shouldn't be things by now you should be thinking about it. How did it happen? When we ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we, we lost every single memory of who we were, who we were predestined to be. We lost every single memory of it. And now we are here, born on this earth into destiny, and we still can't even know what the destiny is. 
Hallelujah. Are you following? And I'm saying this, then we pray. Now, so after you have bid God death, even the blood of Jesus, farewell, and you come to your family house and bid all of them farewell, you will now descend from the seven heavens, coming straight to the earth. Now from the seven heavens, you enter the sixth heavens. There are certain things you are supposed to know. Whilst you are in the seven heavens, before you descend, there is a being called your guardian angel who will also stand with you whilst your testimony scroll is being read to you. So your guardian angel will come with you from the court of heaven that is, or let me say the, the room or the hall of destiny. That's how it is called in heaven. When you enter, you see a lot of scrolls, sometimes books. They have been arranged in shelves. They stand for people's destinies. Are you following? And when you go, when you are coming down with the guardian angel, he will take you to the sixth heavens and you, he will teach you all that you need to know in that realm because you will need it in destiny fulfillment on earth. Then after that, you will descend to the fifth heavens. You will know. Are you following? And as you journey to the realm of the first heavens, which actually stands for the realm of the stars, the moon and the sun, something powerful happens over there. Because when you hit that dimension, you are almost at the point of entering into your mother's womb. And I've already told you that the soul of a child enters into the mother's womb when the woman hit her first trimester or when she's in her third month of the pregnancy. Once a woman is pregnant and the pregnancy gets to three months, that is when the spirit soul being of the child enters into the mother's womb. When a pregnant woman hits three months, changes will begin in her body. If you don't have eyes to see, you might not see the changes. And the changes might not be the protruding of the belly. Because there are some people, they have to hit seven months before their stomach will become big. That one is as a result of individual differences. But there are some changes that begin to take place in the soul and in the body of the mother when she, is, when she gets to three months. Because that is when the spirit soul being of the child has arrived. But before the spirit soul being of the child arrives in the womb of the mother, something happens in the first heavens, which is the realm of the stars, the moon and the sun. Now, in that realm, that is when what you are going to fulfill on this earth will be arranged. As for God, he has written everything. It is in your soul and you are coming with it. But when you hit the first heavens, the stars will begin to arrange according to what has been written. Very important. 
it is mostly the arranging the arrangement of the stars concerning what has been predestined for you most of the times that is where the problem occurs very important take note of this so if a child will come to this earth with only one hand and there will be a defect in that there will be no other hand sometimes the issue started from the arranging of the stars hallelujah not all the time sometimes because there are some of the defects in the lives of some babies that are as a result of just physical things going on in the womb of the mother are you listening to me I believe you have understood up to this point. There is no way I can talk about this, this, your star shining without laying this foundation. You need to know where you came from. Are you following? You need to know where you came from and what God wrote concerning your life for you to come to this earth to fulfill. We are not here just to be running around and later die. No, there is a high calling on our lives. There is a, a destiny on our lives. There is a godly mission on our lives. And we need to understand it. So listen to me. When the child enters into the first heavens, understand that we are all coming from the seventh, moving downwards, sixth, fifth, fourth, third, second, and the first. The moment you move from the first, you enter your mother's womb. A lot of things happen in the first heavens that destroy the destinies of men because it is in the first heavens that every child begins to get what we call a star. If you will be born on the 27th of December, it will be dictated in that realm. Whether you are born by normal birth or you are born by caesarean section, the date cannot be changed. It is already arranged before your soul even enters your mother's womb. Are you listening to me? So you go to the hospital and you decide me, I want to give birth to my child on the 11th of March. You think you are the one who have decided. You might not know. There is a high influence coming from a certain dimension of the stars of that child over you and you don't know are you following good now when the soul of any child hits the first heavens there is what we call the arranging of the stars now, the arranging of the stars will speak a lot about what that child is going to fulfill on earth. This is because the destiny script of every human being on this earth is written in four main places. The first one is in your spirit. How did it get into your spirit? When God wrote it on the testimony scroll, he placed it in your spirit. 
Are you following? So, in your spirit is written what you are supposed to fulfill on this earth. That's the first place where your destiny is written. The second place is called your star. So, carrying your testimony school, when you enter into the first heavens, your stars will now rearrange themselves according to what is written in your spirit or in the testimony scroll which is in your spirit but because your spirit is high in frequency than the starry dimension the stars will not be able to capture all what it means is that when somebody is telling you things from your spirit the person can get a detailed information of your destiny but when someone is telling you things of your destiny from your star, the person can also tell you details, but it will not be like the one that is speaking from your spirit. I don't know if you are getting my point. Good. Good. Now, your stars will now also start rearranging themselves. In the rearranging of your stars, you will get a lot of stars. But based on what God wrote in your testimony scroll and how the stars will be arranged. So that some of you listening to me, according to the testimony scroll, according to the, dest the destiny script that God wrote concerning you, you are supposed to be a prophet. Listen to me carefully. Now, being a prophet is going to be the actual manifestation of your destiny because as a human being you are going to have a lot of departments in your life your marital life is a department of your whole life your finance is a department of your life your health is a department of your life your traveling is a department of your life are, are you listening to me Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, all these areas that I'm, I'm making mention of are departments of your life that you need to be at a certain level before destiny can be fulfilled. Now, all these departments of your life, they have stars in charge of them. So your marriage alone has a star. It is called your marital star. Hallelujah. Good. Your marriage has a star. It is called your marital star. Your health has a star. It is called the star of your health. Are you listening to me? Every department of your life has a star. But then, listen to me carefully. According to the scroll or the destiny script that God wrote concerning you, 
based on what you are supposed to fulfill on this earth, that some of you, it will be through your marriage that the destiny can actually be maximized. That is how God arranged it. So when you look at it, so when you, when you look at a person like this, whose marriage will be the, that thing that will cause his, his or her destiny to be made manifest, you will realize that the marital star will be bigger than all the other stars. And it will be the one that would give light to all the other stars. Because every star has light. It is an illuminary body that must shine. Are you listening to me? There are some of you too, when we look at the, your testimony scroll, it will be through your, your assignment as a prophet that your destiny can be maximized. So when we look at your stars, your ministerial star will be bigger than the others. Now, the most important part of this thing is that when we look at all the stars, the one that is supposed to supply light to the others will be the one that is huge. And all the others will take light from it. Very important. So that some of you listening to me, when we look at your stars, the one which stands in for your marriage Hallelujah. Good. So just as I was saying, each and every one of us here has stars that represent specific departments of our lives. Are you listening to me? But amidst all these stars, there is one that is huge, that is bigger than the others. And it is in this big one that the others will also shine. And the reason why that one will be big is because it is going to be through that one that your destiny will emerge. So there are certain people, when you look at their financial star, it will be very difficult for them to work in a certain level of finance until they marry so they will walk through some hardships but the moment they marry some way somehow financially things will blow up this is because are, when you look into you might realize that the marital star is actually the one that is high that is huge that is rather supplying light to the others including the financial star are you listening to me? 
You need to know this one, child of God. You need to know this one. And the thing is, the devil will always look at the one that has, will look at your stars and look at the huge one and you will attack it. And that is what happens to many of us. So the main reason why sometimes we don't say my stars are shining, but we say your star is shining is because when this huge star begins to shine, all the others will follow suit. Are you listening to me? Very important. Very, very important. Now, I want to say some things that the enemy can do to stars. Then we will now stand in prayer for the hand of God to come into our situation. Hallelujah. So I told you that the first place where your destiny script is written is your spirit. That is in your testimony scroll. And second, your stars. Do you know, uh, do you remember that when Herod heard that the people said, oh, we saw the star of Jesus in the east and we followed it to this place. Do you remember that the Bible said he went to meet the chief priests and the scribes, those who know the scriptures. He went to meet them and he, the Bible said he, he touched them. Let me know. Where did they say that this Jesus will be born? So there was something that was written about the birth of Jesus that Herod wanted to know. And when the people went to read the scriptures, they came back to him and said, oh, according to what the prophets said, the, the young man Jesus is supposed to be born in Bethlehem of Judea. Then he said, fine, I know where to target him and where to arrest him. As if that was not all, he went straight to the wise men and the Bible said he charged them. What time did you see? What actual time did you see that the star appeared? Very important child of God. What was Herod going to do with the actual time that the star of Jesus appeared? What? The timing of the appearing of your star is very paramount to the fulfillment of your destiny. Very, very, very important. Because it is that timing that gives you what you call your date of birth. Are you following? So whenever somebody asks, what time did your star appear? What the person is actually trying to know is the day you were born. And once they get the day, it is enough. And even if they get the actual minute, hour and second you were born, they've, they've received a lot of information. And if you are not strong in the spirit. This is because when somebody gets to know your date of birth and the person has an evil intention, the person can just do what we call stargazing. They can gaze into your star to know the one that is huge, that is supplying light to the others. 
you listening to me? And if the person has any spiritual power that is evil, they can use it against you. Amen. Now, child of God. So when Jesus was born, a star appeared. I want you to know this. The day you were born, a star appeared. Not stars, but a star. It does not mean you don't have stars. You have a lot of stars. But it is only one that appears. And that one that appears, it is inside that one that all the other ones will also shine. But that bigger one stands for a particular area of your destiny. Myself, for instance, that bigger star of my destiny is actually in the area of my prophetic ministry. In fact, you can meet certain prophets, certain apostles, but then the huge star that gives light to all the other stars will actually be their marriage and not even their ministry. Are you listening to me? So there are some people, if they will flourish in ministry, it is hinged on the kind of woman they marry. If they miss it, there is nothing that will work again. Even if God shows mercy and tries to open certain other doors for them, it will never be like the original one. Are you listening to me? Okay, somebody said, okay, if I try to answer questions, a lot of people will send in their questions. Today we are praying. Eh? But then, let me just say this one. Please don't ask a quest, any question again. But then Kwame is talking about the fact that if you are born on a Monday and they call you Kwame, will it have any spiritual implication on your life? Sometimes it is dependent on where they got the Kwame from. Because there are times you will be born on Monday, but they want to name you after a certain uncle of yours. And maybe that uncle might be called Kwame Edinkra. And they say, fine, you are actually Kojo Edin, maybe Kojo. But because we are giving you the name Edinkra from your uncle, who is Kwame, then we are giving you both. So they might start calling you Kwame Edinkra, Kwame Edinkra. It is very spiritual. Very, very spiritual because sometimes if care is not taken, you might pick the exact behavior of the person. And even aside the behavior, if care is not taken and if prayer is not made, you might pick the arrangement of the person's star on your own star. Are you listening to me? Yes. 
So sometimes you can be named after a certain man, and that man never married. There was a lady here I prophesied to her some years back. I told her that I'm seeing a certain woman, they call her, they said, yes, that's my auntie. I was named after her. I said, be careful. That woman, she married three times. All of them she divorced. If you are not careful, you too, you will divorce three times. And it's not like the woman that she was named after is a witch. No. But the name is having a strong spiritual impact on her destiny. Are you listening to me? And if you're a person whose huge star or your glorious star is your marriage and you are named after somebody who, who went through divorce, your whole life is on the serious attack. That is why naming is very spiritual. We don't just name people. Are you listening to me? When I gave birth to my son, before I gave birth to him, the Lord began to speak to me concerning the pattern of his soul and the destiny on him. And I knew that this, my child, his destiny will be in line with my father in the Lord. So I decided, I'm going to name this, my, my son, after my father in the Lord. So if I see him flowing in that dimension, I knew it. And we have established it. Are you following? That is why as a mother, as a father, be very spiritual. Stop joking. You see people's baby bump, you say, oh, look at this. Oh, I feel like getting pregnant. You would three so are you serious? You feel like we are talking about destiny, you are talking about feelings. What is wrong with you? That's how come many of us were born by our mothers and we go to the age of 32 before we go to know what God has purposed for us. Because she doesn't understand anything called destiny at all. Doing their own thing. Three weeks. Don't know anything about your children's destiny. Do you know the number of women who are going through serious pains in marriages, but because of the destiny of their children, they said they will never divorce. They want to, they want to watch over the souls of their children for the destiny to be made manifest. Some women to destiny of their children form a crowdda. The moment the man sleeps with another woman and she gets to know of it, and no, I don't know, we are, I cannot stay with a cheating man, this is it, then they, they will leave. Abba, Abba, Abba. And some of you, that's your, that's your, your philosophy of life. The moment my husband cheats, that's all. I'm leaving the marriage. You are too weak for destiny. You are too weak for destiny. You go, you keep destroying the lives of the children that God is giving to you. You will appear before Jesus. You will appear before Jesus. And you will give an account of this. Now you see, we are not telling the men, the husbands or, or the wives to go and cheat. We are talking about the matter of destiny here. Destiny goes beyond marriage. It goes beyond you cohabiting with a man. It is very high. Don't joke.
I knew somebody would just misunderstand what I'm saying. I knew it. It's normal. It's normal. Hallelujah. Great. It's normal if you misunderstand what I've just said. It's your own understanding. I never made the statement endorsing cheating. But if you think that is what I said, and you want to leave your marriage because maybe the person cheated, that's your own destiny. When Jesus calls you, I will not come and answer for you. I don't have time to go into all those things. But then, as it is to your understanding, let it be. Hallelujah. So listen to me. Don't let this world lead you. Huh? Don't let this, the systems of this world, if you understand the matters of destiny, you will know we don't just marry. We marry for the sake of God, his kingdom, and destiny. Are you listening to me? And I've already explained this several times. May the Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. Now, let me say this before we pray. So, every human being has different stars. But all these stars, they sum up under one huge star. And this huge star is what speaks a lot about that area of your life that will cause your destiny to emerge. Hallelujah. Now, there is what the enemy can do to these stars. And listen to me carefully. You see, when somebody sees you physically, the person can actually tell 
some of the things that have been written in your star. Now the question is, how did they know? Are, are you following? Somebody can just meet you one-on-one -on -one like this and just look at you and know what you have been called to become. Not by any spiritual vision. This is because aside your star, there are certain two places in your physical body that people can deduce your destiny script from. Very important. There are two places in your physical body that people can just look at and know what you have been called to do. The first one is your palm. Your palm, one sem. And the second part is your forehead. Your palm and your forehead. I want to I want to say this. Okay? I've seen many people, eh? Okay, you have come to that side. I don't want to jump ahead of myself. There are times when children are being born, those who bath the children, or some of the people that will just come and take their child, yeah, baby, baby. Some of these people have evil spirits. Oh, Jehovah. The moment they hold the child, when they look on the forehead of the child, they can deduce that this child, my God, will become this and this and this and that. And if that person has a spiritual force backing him or her that is evil, they can destroy things immediately. And they can do certain things to that star that basically about six things that they can do to the stars of people. Haven't you ever met somebody who looked into your palm and said things concerning your life before? Someone who just look at your forehead and say things. I'm telling you. Even sometimes in the prophetic, which is spiritual, where we are looking into the spirit of the person to prophesy, even sometimes how the visions appear the names of people are mostly written on their foreheads. In the prophetic, which is a spiritual vision. Are you listening to me? Now, the first thing they can do to the star of any person is what we call killing the star. Stars can be killed. And when we say a star is killed, they don't necessarily kill the person. They kill the star. What it means is that that star, which is the the glorious one, the huge one that is supposed to give source of light to the others. 
they make sure that they disconnect that star from its source of light. It is what we call killing. Now, do you know that a star is an illuminary body? And when we say something is an illuminary body, what it means is that the thing in itself is not light, but it reflects light. Are you getting it? It receives light, then it reflects it. The sun is an illuminary body. The moon is an illuminary body. And the stars are also illuminary bodies. They are not light in themselves, but they receive light from a source. Then they reflect it. So it is in their reflection of the light that we call the shining of the star. So whenever a star is disconnected from its source of light, it has been killed. And let me tell you, whenever a star is killed, people can do whatever they want to do. It will never work. I've seen many people like that before. I'm telling you. Suddenly when you look, they, oh Jesus Christ. Life is spiritual. I'm telling you. Soon, 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 I've met people, it doesn't matter what they do, it will not work. You can give them two billion dollars today, give them three weeks, they will go broke. Just said, when they have the money, they will be pushed by a certain invisible hand to invest it in something that will swallow the entire money and they'll come back to square zero. Bibianca South Sesan and Nyaman Fa. And the thing is, this matter is, a, is an issue from the stars. You can pour anointing oil, do things, it will not change unless God gives you the secret to connect that person's star back to its source of light. I'm telling you. So that is what we call the, the killing of a star. Sometimes you see a young boy will be, will be born. Then they will call a certain old woman to come and bath the boy. And the moment the woman holds the boy, this is an evil woman having the spirit of witchcraft. She will look at the forehead and the palm of this child and see that this child is going to be a very huge political figure in the nation. And sometimes what they do, sometimes they don't do it spiritually. They just release a point of contact. And one time I was prophesying to a woman, I think we were all here. The woman has given birth to a daughter. For five years, the child cannot speak. The child cannot hear. Five years. Five years. And whilst I was looking at the thing, the Lord carried me to the day that the child was born. A woman picked the child. In, every, in the sight of everybody, she was just dancing around. But when everybody removed their eyes, she spat into the mouth of the child and forced the child to swallow it. 
Now, she did that as a point of contact because when she did that, that night, she used the saliva. She traced the saliva. I don't know if you are getting my point. It's like the way a dog, when a dog is going to a place that it does not know, it will urinate on certain spots. So that when the dog is coming back, it will be smelling the urine to go back to where it came from. That's what they do. They release that spit in the mouth of the child so that she will trace it and now locate the actual destiny of the child. Then they decide what they will do. And we prayed. We prayed. We, we prayed that the Lord gave a direction. I told her, go and do it. She did the direction five days after. She said, when the child is asleep, after the direction, she, 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 she will just look at the child's mouth moving. Instead of the child will be smiling while she's asleep. And she knew the child was having a conversation in her dream. Something that had never happened. Then she says, like taking her to the hospital. She took her to the hospital. The same hospital, they've been there for years. They didn't see anything. This time around, when they used the machine to check in the ears of the child, the man said, no, I see something brownish. Let us wash the ears of the child. And they did the washing, and something came out. She sent me the picture. It is like a cotton that has been dipped in blood, and you have put it outside for it to dry up. So hard. Came out of the ears of the child. And immediately, the child began to hear. The child began to speak. In fact, she came to give the testimony. She said, man of God, if you like, ask my daughter. She's with me. Ask her, how is she? I asked her, how are you? The child said, I'm fine. Five-year-old child who has never spoken before. Where did she hear, how are you and I'm fine? Where? For that day, I began to shed tears. I was listening to the testimony. One of my daughters was with me. She started even crying. I'm telling you. And I know by the power of the Holy Ghost, whatever has been done to your star right from your infancy, by the power of the Holy Ghost, it will be reversed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. It will be reversed in the name of Jesus. One of the places where they also destroy the stars of people is shrines, shrines. That some of us are parents, let them look into it to know what is worrying my daughter. What is what they would, they would know. Many destinies have been destroyed on ungodly altars. You think people carrying evil spirits will see that glorious destiny on you and just go scot-free? There is something that happens in the realms of the spirit. Even in the spirit realm, when you get a destiny that is huge and you destroy it, your reward is so great. So what do you mean? So everybody is looking for a huge destiny, a huge star to kill. And instead of us praying to God for our stars to be preserved, we are just walking about, sleeping around, 
having fornication here and there, and you think you could just come and stand and say, I've repented, and immediately your life will just start shining, you don't understand destiny. Another thing they can do to stars is what we call hijack. The hijacking of stars. That some people, they can kill their stars, but they will hijack it with certain things. Such that you will stand still at a point you will never move forward. You will never discover what you are supposed to become. There are many people whose stars have been hijacked. You see, one of the things about stars is their movement. Every star moves. Are you listening to me? In fact, there is what we call a shooting star. And I pray that today, the Lord will cause every delayed star to be shot to a higher point. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You, your star will be shot to a higher point in destiny. In the name of Jesus. So whenever they don't want a star to move, they cease its movement and it is called the hijacking of a star. And most of the times, those people become stagnant in life. They invest in something that doesn't produce results. If it is a glorious marriage, they never get one unless prayer and some spiritual directions are made. In fact, there are some people yet make chest down near their shell bottle. And mostly we see that in movies. But the way we see it, it looks like the whole human being has been put in a bottle. See who beside It is the star that they have hijacked. And they can keep it on an altar. Sometimes even the fetish priest that will do that will die and leave the thing. And they put a code on it. Without that code or password, it cannot be released. It will take only the grace of God. Now, if we know what they have done to this, you see, here, let me tell you this. When God began to open my eyes on these things, He started telling me some of the things most of us as men of God keep doing in church about people's destinies. It looks like we are joking. I'm telling you. Because when some people's destinies have been locked in, eh, you would need a higher hand. It's not about falling under the anointing. No! You see, people, when they, they will lay hands on you and they will, be, they will team your concert till you fall down, then people will clap, say, power, power. Would they be joking with destinies like that? When they hear someone tough, I'm tough man, say, ah, we deal powerful. Look at this. Look at this. Destinies are perishing, and instead of you to hide for the breath of God to come upon you to liberate destinies, oh, they say, from now. Yes, why many people fall down, they go back, and they are still the same. Nothing changes. Are you listening to me? She will be better from by the laying on of my on my of my hands. Now nothing will change. Any rather than me now, a man in tough form. That you fall, then you, you get up and you're still the same. No. Are you listening to me? 
Money quacks. God bless you. Hallelujah. So many stars have been hijacked. There is no movement in life for some people anymore. Some of these people, school four years to meet eight years. Eight years. Some people can even start the school and they will never complete. Because they, I don't like this lecture. I, I want to quit school. Look at that. You would think it is just something that is troubling the person. The star has been hijacked. People give flimsy excuses for certain things because it is a force that is ruling them from the dimension of their stars. And the third thing they can do to stars is to dim the star, the dimming of a star. I told you, the Bible said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Stars are supposed to shine. Are you listening to me? Stars are supposed to shine. A star can be moving perfectly, but its shining effect, the frequency of its shining has been dimmed. And I'm telling you, people of God, So when you enter a country and they say, as for them, they are called black stars. You need to understand that there is something wrong somewhere. Say black stars. Have you seen any star that is black before? Or they are using their, their complexion to say that. Who even told you that you are black? Who told you that? Hallelujah. When you see any star that has been dimmed, let me tell you. You can see some of these people very talented, very gifted. Still, they will never go anywhere. When you meet some of them, just for five minutes, the things they will do. Even you yourself say, Charlie, you are too gifted, you are too talented. You hear from me. You will not call again. The zeal to call the person will disappear from your heart. Because that person's star has actually been dimmed. And there is nothing you can do about it. Very highly talented people. Gifted people. Yet nobody is seeing what they are doing. Sometimes when you go to some villages and you see some young men playing football, you wonder who trained them like that. You wonder where they are coming from. And you just wonder why some people are on the pitch playing nonsense. But because their stars are shining. There is no talent, but they are in the front. And those that are carrying the talent, they have, they have been locked somewhere in the village. Hey. 
Christ. I will not go too far. There is this cousin of mine, so brilliant on every side. And this same cousin of mine is so good when it comes to football. In fact, when you give him 10 minutes, when you just put him on the pitch for 10 minutes, even with, you know, good players, he will do something you will know that this guy is good. And any time he plays ball, people from outside will just say, Charlie, let me take your number, I'll call you. No, I need to put you here, I need to put you here, I need to put... Two days time, everybody will forget. This my cousin was so brilliant, eh? He went to Prempe College. And he completed school with eight A's. Eight A's. In fact, he did science, eight A's. But he applied to the university, KNUST, UCC, Legon, UDS. None of these schools even admitted him. Can't you see there's a problem somewhere? Eight A's. None of these schools. I knew that no, no, there is something wrong somewhere. Eight A's. I'm telling you. We're all jubilating when the results came. In fact, he had, he chose pharmacy in tech as the first choice. So we all knew that, oh, pharmacy did they were now. When he came, the admission list, his name was not even in it. UCC to the same. Legon to the same. He had to pay bribe for him to go to Confanochi Teaching Hospital, that nurses training college there. Even that one, he did not complete. When he went there, he was able to, in fact, all the teachers there gave him, he was, he was the one even teaching the students. Sometimes he would just say there's something wrong here. I know my cousin, I don't want to mention his name, very brilliant. He said one time he was in school, he was just climbing the stairs, and a certain voice spoke to him, you don't belong here, get out. He couldn't stay in the school again. He had to leave the school. The teachers came to the house. They had to beg. He said he, he said he would never go to he would never go back to school. Hey, this is my cousin, so brilliant. He pushed me to study. I'm telling you, when we we're young. He left. When he left, he started focusing on the football again. And a certain team around western region, the Wasa area, saw him, said he's good. He played the ball over there for three years. And a certain man in Hearts of Folk came there and saw him and said, Ah, I want to take you to Hearts. This one, I will do everything for you. He took my brother's contact, everything. In fact, in fact, he called that my he called my uncle, my cousin's father. They settled everything, the money they are going to give to my uncle and everything. From the following day, they never heard from the man again. What? See, this thing we are talking about here is very serious and huge. I'm telling you. 
Lord began to speak to me about this thing. He said, do you know what has been done? His star has been hijacked. And when God opened my eyes to see, his, his own mother's mother, that is his grandmother, hijacked his star. And I knew this to be true because I went to stay with them for like three months. When I was there, when I went to stay with them, a month time, the, the grandmother of my cousin came there. He came to live with them for three weeks. <laughs> the woman never felt comfortable in my presence. By that time, I was, there was not even a single drop of anointing on my head. I'm talking about class five and class six thereabout. But still, the woman never liked me. I don't know. Hallelujah. So when the Lord began to speak to me that this woman did this, did that, did that, I knew it. And do you know what she did? I saw in the spirit, the woman was holding mortar. The friend withdrew, withdrew. No. The woman caught a certain bed and maybe a wood to him. I mean, a chain. No, then you see one or no wood to him. And the Lord said, this is how she hijacked the star of your cousin. Then I asked the Lord, so what are we going to do about it? For like two months, I was in prayer. I was not hearing anything from God. Within that period of two months, the woman died. See, when we begin to say some of these things, many people will not understand. But I've met people who have done everything they, they, they could. I'm telling you the truth. I've met, I'm telling you. Eh? I've met, it's not like we are not praying. We pray for them. Still, we don't see it. I'm telling I don't know. I'm telling you. Oh, merciful Lord, show us mercy. But this afternoon, by fire, by thunder, by hook or crook, your star will shine in the name of Jesus. And the next thing they can do to stars is what we call the exchange of stars. This one, it is very, 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 very rampant and prominent. <laughs> When it comes to this whole thing of giving birth out of wedlock and all these step siblings and step this and step that, if you are not careful, they will switch your star immediately. And sometimes they do this, even when you are old, they will do it, unless you are prayerful. But it is easy for them to do these things when you are an infant. Hallelujah. Sometimes all that they need is just a certain socks. In our socks, just write one keke. They know what to do. Sometimes when they get the underwear, they know what to do. That is why you need to always set yourself on fire. Are you listening to me? 
I'm not saying these things to put fear in your heart, but I'm trying to let you know that there are many of us here, in one way or the other, who might be suffering from what I'm mentioning. Still, things are not working. You see, when they realize that your the star, the huge one, the glorious one, is in the area of your academics. And if possible, they can take the zeal of school from your heart. Because they know that is the area. There was this young man I was prophesying to and I said, hey, your, your star is in your traveling. But the traveling is also connected to a certain scholarship that will come through your university schooling. See, right now they've got to know so according to me, in that class, Papa will invest here. Every man scholarship, number money, traveling number, traveling neighbor so bad, destiny will begin to emerge. Then we will start attacking him from level 100. So that some people, whenever they are about to write examination, they will fall sick. Two weeks to exams, some of them will fall seriously ill. On to me, the Tibet Pinesa, resource basa. Then they will hijack. The scholarship. Hallelujah. May the Lord have mercy. We are just going to lift only one prayer. You are going to lift only one prayer. And your prayer is simple. Oh Lord, let my star shine. And listen, if your star has been killed, it will come back to life right now as we pray. If your star has been hijacked, the Lord by the power of his spirit will release it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And if your star has been dimmed, the Lord God Almighty will cause it to shine. In the name of Jesus. And if your star has been exchanged, the Lord will restore to you whatever the enemy has stolen from you. You see, I was prophesying to one lady and I told her, they have done something against you. And what they did was that your cousin be a star. So the life you are supposed to live that is actually the life that your cousin is living. And she said, what? The, yes, I told her. She's in Canada. Her cousin is in Ghana here. But the life that the one in Ghana here is living, even she who is Kumasaya, <laughs> The one who is living in Canada cannot live that kind of life. I'm telling you. Your star will shine. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. 
you are lifting up your voice in prayer. Within the next five to ten minutes, you are telling God, my Lord and my God, as I lift up my voice in prayer, mighty God, let my star shine in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Anything that has been used to cover your star, let it catch fire now. Anything that is preventing your star from shining, let it catch fire. Anything that has been used to kill your star, I remove it by the power of the Holy Ghost. As we pray now, your prayer is simple. My Lord and my God, as I lift up my voice in prayer, mighty God, let my star shine. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift up your voice and fire prayer now. You can call in and join us in prayer right now. Somebody pray, pray, pray. Ya <laughs> 
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Is there anybody here you have a sibling, like a sister, and they call her? I heard I saw a lady, and I heard a name like Enimunyam, Enimunyam. Is there anybody here like that? You have a sibling, like a sister, that bears that name. Anybody here like that? Please, those of you who have called in, you can mute yourselves. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Anybody here like that? Quickly, quickly. Our time is fast spent. Okay. Someone said, my senior brother's daughter. Okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The person, someone said, my big sis. I don't know, but in the realm of the spirit, I saw whilst we were praying that the stars will shine. I began to see in the realm of the spirit that a certain lady was walking. And as I was looking at the lady, I saw that she was wearing something like a black cloth. And this black cloth was like an overall. It was even covering the head. And I saw in the spirit, even the black cloth that the lady was wearing, I saw that it has been turned upside down. So I saw that the inner part of the of the cloth was rather outside. And I asked the angel of the Lord and he said, there is something that has been done to this family for many years and we need to reverse it. And I don't know, but whilst I was standing looking at the lady, I began to see the angel of the Lord also writing a name like Millicent. I don't know whether she is the one. I saw the name Millicent and the spirit of the Lord began to minister to me. And the Lord said, she is the one. Amma Isha, that's your big sister. The Lord said, we need to pray for your sister because there is a strong wind that the enemy has released against the family many years ago. And I see this thing even as a contention in the area of marriage in the area of marriage and the Lord is ministering to me that we need to pray for her because I saw in the realm of the spirit that if we don't pray something is about to happen for I was carried by the angel of the Lord I entered into the clouds I saw we have appeared in a place like South Africa and when we go to South Africa I have been led by the angel of the Lord to enter a place they call Pretoria when we go to Pretoria I saw spiritually there is a church they call it church of God. I saw we have entered into this church. When we entered into the church, I saw your sister Millicent trying to tie the knot in marriage with a certain man. And I began to hear in the realm of the spirit that if we don't pray, this thing that she's about to do, like marriage, will destroy her life. And if we don't even pray, she will lose her life in the marriage. And the Lord began to speak to me and he said, we need to release his covering upon your sister because there is something that has been done many years ago and the Lord said that should stand and destroy it I don't know how I'm going to say this but this is what the Lord is showing me all of a sudden I was carried even from Pretoria as soon we have entered back into Ghana 
when we got to Ghana, I have been led by the angel of the Lord to a place. When we got to the place, I saw spiritually that a certain woman was holding a bag and the woman was actually looking at another man holding a briefcase. And I saw spiritually the woman called the man and began to have a conversation with the man. And the moment the conversation ended, as I was looking at it, I saw the man gave the woman his briefcase and took the bag that was in the hands of the woman. And I began to see the moment the woman held the briefcase, she began to run. I saw a name like a you see written boldly on the briefcase. And the spirit of the Lord ministered to me and said, There is something that happened in the year 1986. And this thing that happened, I saw it was an exchange of a certain marital bliss that was upon your family. And it happened through the hands of a man like your father, which a man they call a you see. And the spirit of the Lord is ministering to me. If we don't pray, marriage will become very difficult even for the family. Because I looked and I saw in the realm of the spirit, there is a certain lady too I am looking at right now that I'm hearing a name like Otiwa, Otiwa, Otiwa in the spirit. And as I'm looking at this lady, the angel of the Lord is also telling me that we need to pray for this Otiwa as well. She is the one we need to pray for because if we don't pray, something evil will happen even concerning her marriage. And the Lord ministered to me and said that is not even all because I'm looking at another person that they call Christina. And when I looked at this person, the angel of the Lord said you are the one and that we need to pray for you also in the area of your marriage because I see that something has been done to the family in the year 1986 that has caused an exchange in the stars of the marital glories of the people but the Lord is ministering to me that today by his message he's going to restore unto you every lost star and every exchange star in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus for all of a sudden when I was looking at you I saw you were entering a church you were holding the hands of a certain man I looked on the hand of the man I saw a name like Richard I even saw another name like Walter's written and I saw in the spirit that this man was holding your hands and I saw he was taking you to a church and you are here I see the Richard Waters said, I am here. Yeah, I see that both of you are in a relationship and you are believing God to marry even next year. It was even your plan this year, but it did not happen that way. The Lord is ministering to me to pray for you because if we don't pray, the same thing that has been happening even to Otiwa, I'm talking about Abna Otiwa, who is also Millicent. The Lord said, if we don't pray, the same thing will happen. And all of a sudden, I began to see a wind blowing. And the purpose of that wind is to make sure that both of you are separated. But the Lord said to death by reason of your presence here as you release his covering upon you. And the Lord is telling me that even Richard Walter, there is an apostolic mandate on his life. God has called him to be an apostle. And that unction that has been released upon his life, the Lord said he's combining that grace on his life even with the anointing here and with his message and release both of you into a glorious marriage whatever was done against you let it be reversed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus let me show you what the angel of the Lord is telling me to tell you listen to me before the end of this year Amma, Amma, Ishra, before the end of this year listen to me get something go and deliver it to 
orphans. Are you listening to me? He said, I told God today that I need a word. Wow. Then the word of the Lord has come to you. Your marital destiny is settled. Listen to me. I don't know where you are, Richard. But if you are also close to Amma, before the end of this month, make sure both of you, you put your hands together. You are in Ivory Coast. Yes, because I saw you were not close. But then put your hands together. Get something. Get some rice, oil, and some other things. Let her go and deliver it to orphans. And that day that she does that, the Lord is going to restore that exchanged star. And the beautiful thing is this. The marriage will happen next year. And when that marital door opens and both of you marry, the Lord will lead both of you outside this country. I saw the Lord establishing you in a place like Canada, even for 12 years. And I saw him moving you from Canada after the 12 years to a place in the United States of America that they call Seattle. And the grace of God will rest upon all of you. And I see God going to do great things with you. I pray that whatever the Lord has begun in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, receive that grace to walk in its fulfillment. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I call it done. Me kasase radiakwa, me pai fahudi no ojie. Edi mendi pebera wuti mia. Atamfu susu ni maboni edi afa wonsroma ho. Me kasase radiakwa, adi biara edi akata wonsroma so. Ene eja pum eradimani mia. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. There is someone also here. Um, thank you, Holy Ghost, help me. Anybody here born on the seat of March? Seat of March. Seat of March. Seat of March. Anybody here like that? Quickly, quickly, quickly. We have a few minutes. I want to pray for you. Seat of March. I'm talking about the day that Ghana gained independence. I'm seeing someone in Vivian Duga. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. The Lord is ministering to me to tell you that you too, something has been done against the family many years ago. And he's about to reverse it. I have been carried by the angel of the Lord into the year 1957. And when we entered into that year, I saw spiritually, I am, I've been led by the angel of the Lord to a certain place. Because of, I'm hearing a name like Weta or something like that. And when we got there, I began to see in the spirit realm that certain lights were shining. They were shining. It was a beautiful place I was looking at. But all of a sudden, I saw that all the lights went off. And the angel of the Lord said, this is what they have done to the destinies of the people that are from the Duga family. But go and destroy Go and destroy all that the enemy has done against them. So all of a sudden I was carried by the angel of the Lord. And I saw I entered into that particular house. When I entered into the house, I saw spiritually that a young girl was sitting on the floor. And the girl was holding a lot of snakes. And the girl was also holding a lot of scorpions. And I was asking the angel of the Lord, why is this young girl playing with these animals? And the angel began to speak to me that this is what they did even against the Afghan. What they have done is that they have married the entire family to a god. And this god is a snake in nature. I see I've been carried to a river. Whilst I was standing in front of the river, I saw a huge snake 
came out of the river and dived again into the river. And this is what I began to hear. The angel of the Lord told me that they have married all the family members even to this river. And this is what they have said. Nobody will ever marry in this family. So in the spirit realm, as I'm looking at it, people don't marry. They can give birth, but they will never marry. The same thing happened to you because I looked at you in the realm of the spirit. On the 6th of March 1965, when you were brought forth, I saw in the spirit, when your mother gave birth to you, it was from that day that this evil curse they released began to manifest in your life. So I saw in the realm of the spirit that many years after you were trying to marry, you did everything, it did not work. You entered into a certain relationship with a man and I saw out of the relationship you got pregnant and gave birth to a young lady that you called her Paulina and I saw in the spirit when Paulina was born somewhere somehow the man died and this is what I saw when Paulina was born I saw the man was planning to marry you on the day that you were going to name Paulina but in the dream that night I saw that the same snake that you have been married to came out in the man's dream and bit the man so I saw something that looked like a stroke attack came upon the man and he died and the Lord is ministering to me this thing did not affect only you for I looked at another lady that was even connected to you in the family that the same snake also troubled I'm looking at somebody they call Rita and the Lord is ministering to me that this Rita looks like your younger sister but for I see in the spirit the Lord said if we don't pray because as I'm looking at things right now I see that in the end in next year when we enter into next year you are actually gradually moving to the year 59 years 59 years but there has been no marriage in your life but the Lord is ministering to me to pray for you that his mercies will locate your life from today and before this year ends a marriage will happen and I see at the age of 59 you are getting married to somebody and this person will come from abroad and get married to you and I see that after the marriage the person will carry you from this place even to where God has ordained both of you to be I saw spiritually this same snake what wanted to use you in the area of fetishism so I saw in the spirit when you were at the age of 28 there is this spirit of fetishism I come home that nearly captured you and this thing even disturbed your schooling but the Lord is ministering to me from today that covenant that was between you and that river God that is a snake has been broken and the Lord has set you and your family free in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I prophesy over your destiny. Whatever has been used to cover your star, I remove it by fire. I remove it by fire. Let a dumbfounding marital testimony hit your life now in the name of Jesus. What the Lord has begun, it will end well. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I call it done. Amen. For the sake of our time, we are going to meet again at exactly 5 p.m. to fire prayer. Hallelujah. Exactly 5 p.m. Make sure you join us. Something will happen to your destiny. I'm telling you. Yesterday I was in prayer. I told God already. 
So one owns the Sunday Pashebre within three days, yeah, and my insha. And I heard the voice of the Lord telling me, I'm going to transform the destinies of men. God will come through for you, and things will be turned around for your good in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Please let's take note. We are all going to give a sacrificial seed, but not now. But on Friday, the last day, are you listening to me? The last day of our fasting. So as you are here, prepare a sacrificial seed from the very depth of your heart. I want to give this seed, Lord. Transform my life and let my star shine. And keep praying over it. So the last day when we meet, then I pray over you, then you release your seed. At exactly 5 p.m. Holy Ghost time, we are all going to meet. May the Lord bless you and favor you. May he cause your star to shine in the name of the Lord Jesus. Before the end of these three days, prayers and fasting experience, your testimony will be huge. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I beg you, don't spoil the fasting. Are you listening to me? And say fasting, you if you are looking at me right now, I'm in a military uniform. Because I knew what God showed me yesterday. Hallelujah. I've been sent by God to make sure that His anointing will work through me to touch your life. Now, what our life will be son, oh, Corey Gobe. What our life will be son, Fufuni Abetia, and I will immediately. Let's now. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, within these three days, we are going to handle serious cases. I'm telling you, through the prophetic, you will hear cases of ancient times that God will reverse. And the Lord will favor us and grant us grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Please, at exactly 5 p.m., make sure you join us. It's just a short period, just one hour, five to six. In the chair, man, more five twenty-five, five thirty-two. And then I'll be joining. Join early and let the favor of God locate you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord bless you and favor you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We shall meet at exactly five p.m. Holy Ghost time. Be blessed. Shalom. Bye bye. Please invite someone when you are coming. Don't come alone. Please, if you come alone, we will pray and you will be lonely. The Lord bless you and favor you. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye. Thank you, man.
I can count on you when everyone fails me. You know that I have to shower me with blessings, so I love you, my Jesus. Love you, my Lord. Show you a dance. Are you ready? 
everybody to the JC, 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 give me that quick.
down low, go down low, go down low, hey. Everybody now go down low, go down low, go down low. I'm going to eat you, I want